Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. I got an important question to ask. How do we fix the MCU? Thoughts? Well, so we first mean, off, we got to do this. And just like a, gotta, I've got a oh, we need a monkey oh, rage. Oh, wait, how about okay, this? Okay. 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 Oh, I mean, whoa. You're going to ask whoa. the hammer. Oh. Whoa. All right, let's get into the show. That comic podcast. It's time for that comic podcast to broadcast at long last. Let me introduce you to this oddcast. First, there's Penty, kind of optimistic. Then off goes Moshko like, yo. And baby Huey defeats us usually. Causing way more crises than DC's continuity. And last we sent some hour like he's R2-D2. Welcome to that comic podcast. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to that comic podcast. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Mushko. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And P Features. Hello, Internet. Baby Huey. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And then making his triumphant return and also first time ever on the (laughs) new show is uh, Ian, a.k.a. The Shuckster. I'm back. Back again. I'm back. That was, that was so anticlimactic. I decided. I decided to reclaim the throne. Oh, oh yeah. The, of the of the the shuckiest of all shucks. Oh, wow. embracing it. Look at him embracing it. I like it. What are you gonna do? Embrace you know the mean? shuck. Well, the pants are too tight. Just wear them. All right. Well, why don't we do this, Ian? Shucky, <laughs> what is a shucky? Oh, I don't know. Well, that's whatever, whatever's concocted within the demonic brain of Mauer that produced the one-syllable uh, name that he's given me. It's, I, I take the name from my master. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. He, he's not no wrong. <laughs> well, so yeah, it's just... what Shucky has always meant on that last show, as well as has been referenced multiple times on this show, is fans who became comic fans through the MCU. Now, these might be fans who buy books. They might be fans who never buy books, but they are very into the world of comic books and comic book culture through things like the MCU, the DCEU, the new DCU, the Arrowverse, so on and so forth. So it's people who are into comics through other mediums other than comics. Yep. That is Ian I've been now- in a nutshell. <laughs> I've been I've been nouned. But I also, you know, inspiration from friends like like you guys, you know, so sure. comic avid comic readers that I get to learn a lot from and get verbal explanations of uh you know, comic series. But are you so, still yeah. ever do you like do you ever find yourself going to a comic shop or buying a book since oh, since no, any of this? No, yes. Yeah, no. so, so it's still just 
other media outside yeah. of the comics themselves. All right, good. For sure. So the I'm still shucky. The name is true. It's, it has not changed. <laughs> it's still true. You just uh, debunked no, it yourself. He, yep. But I'm glad you're. Yep. I'm glad you're embracing it. It'll just make all of these shows so much easier. <laughs> um, you know what am I gonna do? Well, before we get into the question of the hour, which is why we wanted to have uh, Ian on because Ian has some very tumultuous views of the MCU. I think that's uh, fair to say, and I think we all have different ideas on what the MCU has become. So we want to talk about what do we think should happen in order to fix that. Before we do, we have to, as always, get into the newsflash. We interrupt the program to bring you a special newsflash. Okay, so let's start with DC, just because we've been doing that for a while now, and uh, we're going to run through some of this pretty quick, because a lot of this doesn't need uh, much explanation. Like, for example, did you guys see uh, Kevin Hart's Heart to Heart show that he has on Peacock? He had Dwayne The Rock Johnson on there talking about Black Adam. Missed that episode. Not at all. But, uh, no. I like Heart to Heart. I do. Yeah, I do. I like Heart to Heart, but it's, um, I don't care about. Black Adam and oh. The Rock anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. Yes, I, embrace that it. Ship has sailed. So, and that his whole point was is they kept changing. There was because of COVID and such, and because of it starting all the way back with Shazam, and then it deciding to make his own story out of it. That the change in leadership over the years, specifically moving into James Gunn, was why his version of the DCEU ultimately fell apart. Which I believe everyone knew in the first place. Yeah. Made a lot of money. Not wrong. Here's what I find interesting about Dwayne Johnson right now. So we remember way back when he started to essentially criticize uh, DCU, uh, why he didn't get a push the original time when he, he had said this. Then he kind of went underground for a while. We didn't hear anything from him. Uh, what we did hear was he was not getting offered very many roles. He wasn't getting uh, the paydays that he was looking for in some of these roles. And then it was basically radio silence for, you know, a couple months. Then the whole uh, SAG. Uh, SAG-AFTRA. <laughs> thank you. SAG-AFTRA. Uh, I don't want to say aftershave, but no. Uh, once that strike. The after strike. Once the strike the kicked off. <laughs> you know, he did the, uh, he made a donation to the, you know, the fund. Um, trying to get what I thought. I thought this was really a PR move to get his name back out there in the good graces of everyone. And now you're starting to see him a little bit more active on social media. Now he's doing this interview with his buddy and trying to put that information back out there about how, you know, the, the DCU kind of did him dirty, uh, you know, gun and his crew kind of, uh, kind of yeah. did that. And Except I don't know, for it doesn't he, bode well. He kind of did the DC dirty and uh, went over right, a lot right. of the execs' heads, and but not he his... was not happy about that, and that kind of why he was blacklisted. So yeah. it's kind of you got your comeuppance, sir. He that's... still doesn't think he did anything wrong, though. That's therein well, lies the problem. But that's that's also his brand. You know I, know. I mean, like that's, he can do no wrong. That's not going to change. The hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change. And it, yes, because James Gunn got <laughs> <Yeah>. hired. <laughs> so uh, exactly, they they handed him the marketing material. He just didn't know what it meant. Uh, do you did you like Black Adam, Ian? Uh, no. I mean, it's just like your typical like early two thousands popcorn comic book movie flick. And I mean, I like the supporting characters more than anything. If that says anything, no, it's true. You know, like Hawkman was cool. Mm. He's a man. Yeah. Adam was cool. 
<laughs> I mean, for for what the movie was, I'm saying. Yes, like, I mean, if you know. you're, you're you're trying to polish the turd, it's the only so sparkly you could get. Like I get you. I, oh, I for sure. You. For you. sure, it was terrible. The movie was All terrible. Right, but though. what, well, what we have to do though is uh, move on to good old Gail Gadot. Uh, who is Got it. who apparently is working on Wonder Woman three with James Gunn, even though uh, Jeff Snyder from the Hot Mike podcast, who has been making his rounds as a new like king of the leakers, it seems mm-hmm. um, he uh, he thinks that story is a, uh, a nonsense. He doesn't believe it. So I don't know what that means. I find this interesting because she absolutely came out and said that she's actively working with James Gunn on Wonder Woman 3, and I'm not sure if he's saying that um, there is no Wonder Woman 3 being worked on or if it's ridiculous that Gail Godot is working on a Wonder Woman 3, especially if they're rebooting it and not allowing the new director to hire who they would want. It's the first thing you said. Uh, Let me try to get this as accurate as possible. Uh, I I did happen to listen to that show. Um, he's basically saying that Gal Gadot got it, however you want to... He'll get it. He'll get it. We still can't say it after all these years. <laughs> uh, she's Wonder Woman until she's not Wonder Woman. That's what it comes down to. So for DC to kind of save face in the meantime, because they don't have a Wonder Woman, there's probably been this agreement between all parties saying, hey, we're going to try to put something in development you can say that, we're going to say that, and until it changes, that's the story. Because um, that way, if they do stick with her, if she happens to be part of that, uh, uh, what, the Amazons uh, mm-hmm. TV show that they're going to do, um, you know, they still have her, essentially, oh, yeah. for that. Uh, who knows? And that's kind of where he's saying, you know, this is like a bogus story, because it's. I think it's a lot of just smoke and mirrors right now until they decide what they're actually going to do with Wonder Woman. To be fair, all of our DC mo- news is pretty much smoke and mirrors. <laughs> none, of, none of this is. Um, so was the Marvel actually? Oh uh, no, we got some. We got some comic things in the Marvel That's stuff. True. We got some, That's we got true. some things. We got some things. Uh, uh, but let's let's keep moving a little bit here and talk about the airs cut once again. Uh, it's been a when long time. When will it end? It's been a long time since we talked about the good old airs cut. Uh, but in a a uh, what did, what was it? It was a. It was on Twitter, right? It was our, our X. What do you call it? It's X yeah. now? Whatever it, uh, stupid yeah. name. It's Twitter. It's We're just going to call it Twitter. Twitter. Let's just call it Twitter. Uh, he, he was talking about that there is still potential that his cut gets released. If anyone is unaware of what we're referring to, um, when the Snyderverse was really picking up steam, uh, David Ayers came out and said that there's a cut of his movie that nobody has seen, which I actually believe more than the Snyder cut that the Warner Brothers editing team went in there and reshaped that entire movie. So I do believe there is a version of that movie that he is very proud of. Um, but he tried to 100% get on the bandwagon of, well, if Snyder gets a re-release, why don't I get a re-release? Uh, and, you know, he got the attention of James Gunn, and James Gunn said it's something he's looking into, and now we're hearing again that there's, that he said what, Gunn told me that he uh, that it would have its time to be shared. So okay, hey, listen, maybe we'll get it. I I agree with him to a certain extent. If you're going to release the Snyder cut version of Justice League, release my cut. Except for yeah, except for you starting to set a precedent that I don't want to see. Mm. Like I don't <laughs> think that every single time a movie comes out, if the director doesn't like it, that all of a sudden they have to then go back and refinagle what they have. Now with David Ayers is a little different because all the movie was done right. 
and then they went back and re-edited it. So with Zack Snyder, they had to spend what? How many millions of dollars was that to <laughs> to it's like two hundred million to finish the movie? Yeah. Where Jeez. with David mm-hmm. Ayers, you just have to release the cut that he has. You know, like so, it's a lot less work they have to do. They just have to put it out. But we don't have Batgirl's any uh, any uh, idea of how DC is treating a lot of these movies. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'll watch well, it. I think both suffered from <laughs> studio interference. I think that's the consistency between the Ayers cut, whatever you want to call it, and the Snyder cut. Is both were drastically different end products than what they were originally. Oh, absolutely. But Snyder at least had a reason. You know, Snyder Snyder oh, sure. had a horrible tragedy sure. that led to the Snyder cut and led to the bastardized Whedon cut. <laughs> um, Ayers, on the other hand, made a cut he was happy with, and the studio. You go back and watch the trailers for the, for Suicide Squad. Oh, it's amazing so, so how different. the tone changes so through different. those trailers. Oh yeah. So oh, I yeah. believe there's a dark version of this movie that he's referring to, and if he can get it out, I think he just wants to ta- like remove the stain from his name. Because he talks about how it's been hard for, like, people have just been bashing on this movie for so long that it's now just part of, you know, his his social conversation um, that he is the director of Suicide Squad. He's like, yeah, but that's not my movie. Yeah. I, so I could see how that would bug you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. You got to defend his name every time somebody trashes it. And he's like, yeah, you did that one. That, that one sucked. And he's like, that, that's not my movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not my movie. I didn't do that. So Keep I would your love name to see out it. your damn mouth. And if they release it, I will watch the shit out of that movie. Yeah. I will be excitedly watch, watch the movie. But mm-hmm. I also don't think it's a precedent that we necessarily want to set. Uh, all right. Uh, another thing debunked, another non-story that everyone's getting all up in arms with because of Instagram was be- uh, was James Gunn having a good old chitty chat with, uh, with Grant Gustin and decided to follow him. So everyone decided that that means that Grant Gustin is definitely coming to the DCU, <laughs> which is, wow, guys, everybody, slow it up a little bit. This is stretching like, like Armstrong. Like, what are we doing here? reel it in a little bit because he essentially all these people are like well because he's following Grant Gustin that that obviously means that you know there's there's a connection there and he what did he write he wrote on threads right was it threads Um, that that's the isn't that the new Instagram thread it was on on threads yes uh the thing nobody uses but signed up for (laughs) exactly Grant was following me and I like him as an actor so we chatted a bit and I followed him back very simple now he could be lying I doubt it, but he could be. He could be. There's no point for him to, though. And I don't think Grant Guns is going to come back. Like, even if they offered him the role. No, actually, no. If they offered him the role, he'd take it. Like, there's no way he's turning that down. He <laughs> would be, probably come back as a different character, though. I think, yes. would, I think they, that's what Guns kind of aligning himself. He's aligning himself with all these people in order to at least get them in. Because they're quality actors. They did well in the roles. So, you know, keep, you keep know, the bench warm. You know who I would kind of like to see? Uh, Grant Gustin play, and this might be—I don't know—you guys might disagree, but uh, Kyle Rayner in the Lantern Show. Ooh, I think he would be a kind of cool Kyle Rayner, kind of like a a little bit more of a, an emo-y Green Lantern, the artist. Oh, you know, I don't. I, could, I think that could be cool. I can see that. I can see that. I think it'd be. Dope. Um, all right, let's move on into Marvel. And so I got some comic book things to get through, and then we got some more Deadpool rumors because, of course, we do. Uh, and uh, more Fantastic Four stuff because, of course, we do. Uh, first off, let's talk about what is happening with Iron Man. Uh, who, anybody's caught up with this? Anybody know what I'm referring to with uh, Iron Man and the X Men? 
Uh, what, well, him, he's—I do know he's—he's he's going to marry Emma. Yes, discuss that. Um, so obviously they're getting close. I don't know how, <laughs> how or why no, this is coming not, about. They're not close at all. <laughs> they're not close at all. No. Well, in, in the aftermath of what's going, what's been going on with the X Men, and if you, do, I don't want to keep ruining that for people. <laughs> like I don't want to <laughs> spoil that on every show. But some crazy stuff has happened in the X Men after the the Hellfire Gala, and you know, like we're talking. You know, universe shifting kind of events here. So, if you're a big X Men fan, I strongly urge you to go back and look at the Hellfire Gala. Uh, but during that whole era, we've been seeing that Iron Man and that uh, Emma Frost have been getting very close, and they have their wedding. Uh, well, <laughs> now Iron Man is going to be trying is using is going to be with the Avengers using his influence to try and help the displaced mutants at the end of the Hellfire Gala, uh, and he's going to be doing this in a brand new suit of armor. And this is where things get interesting because a while back at the beginning of the Krakoa era they started to talk about a weird kind of metal called Mysterium we don't really haven't learned but so much about Mysterium but what Mysterium is is a new type of metal in the Marvel Universe that if done if treated properly is as hard as adamantium but it's big claim to fame is that it kind of dilutes magical attacks so oh. going up against like a Doctor Doom, Iron Man now has a pretty big advantage. So he has a suit going to be made of this ultra ultra rare metal that is something that the uh, uh, the X Men and that sword have access to that the rest of the world doesn't. So um, this is another way that after the Krakoa era that they could still be somewhat of a world power, very similar to uh, your uh, your Wakandas, right? With vibr with vibranium. Um, but I don't. I, I hate the name. Mysterium is a terrible name. It's a, <laughs> just a. It sounds it, like it's straight out of a tabletop RPG game. Or it's it's like, you get minus two uh, spell points when using this armor or something <laughs> silly like that. It sounds like the first draft of Avatar when they made up Unobtainium. Unobtainium. Before they came up with that, they had Mysterium. And they were like, oh, this is a bad name. We should probably go with something else and pick something equally as bad. So, yeah. I, I, I like the suit, though. Suit looks great. Oh, it's black it's, and gray with the It's black green. and gray, which does look very Dr. Doom-like. Does look doomy. Yeah, does with, look the doomy. With, with the green lasers. Um, also very War Machine-like because it is black and gray. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like it, though. <laughs> I got a feature. Yeah. No, I was just thinking when you said Doctor Doom, that almost is the uh, invincible, invincible or, Doom. Uh, inf infamous, infamous, yeah, infamous, infamous Iron, Iron Man, Man armor. That almost is it. But I mean, it looks it looks nice. I, I like the black and grayish silver design. Well, this is going to be a while. It's going to be February twenty uh, seventh, twenty twenty four. From what I understand, is going to be the in Invincible Iron Man, the wedding of Tony Stark and Emma Frost. Um, and then there is going to be the Invincible Iron Man Volume Three in July uh, of 2024. Uh, July, that will also geez. have some more of some more information or the actual the book itself. But interesting, I find a you know new metal that kind of changes the landscape. I'm all right with that. Uh, any thoughts, gents? Before we move on, nah, no, nah. I got I got to <laughs> let it play out. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, what about those new champions? Remember remember how annoying they were? Do you remember that? Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> the covers. Yeah. A while back, we talked about a whole slew of champion covers because of good old Spider-Boy. And since everybody seemed to really dig Spider-Boy and bought his book, they released, a, I don't know, 24 variants of all these fake versions of tiny young Avengers characters. And they had, like, the Moon Knight kid with the hat on, and they had the, the girl on roller skates that was, like, Ghost Rider with blue flames. Anyway, as weird as that was... Turns out they weren't done. So there's a slew of new ones. <laughs> Yay! So the first one we got is Blade. Now, Blade actually looks very cool. It's it's some, yeah, the the some chick that's with Blade who's a bunch of vampires are coming after her and she's just twirling a, a, a spike and it looks, it looks like something you would find in a newer Blade book. I would actually like to see that. But then they've got Deadpool. And no one needs this. <laughs> we don't need teenage Deadpool. We have, we already had uh, Lady Deadpool, Deadpool, Headpool, Kid pool panda pool galactus pool uh we've had so many variations of deadpool i don't need a teen skateboarding teenage deadpool so i hope that doesn't happen has i a hope skateboard that yeah yes, he is skateboarding and, that's strange and then. i would sides. think this is right up your alley no no <laughs> hmm. no wait if he has a if he has a skateboard can he kick it <laughs> uh, but kick flip. uh and then we've got scarlet witch has one okay sure seems it's a thing uh, and then uh looks like No, Hulk, we don't want maybe? it to be a thing. That's She-Hulk. Yeah, it's a She-Hulk? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There was all, they already did a Hulk one, so I don't know why Hulk's getting two. Oh, because it's She-Hulk, so she Hulk, Hulk got one and She-Hulk got one. There we go. Gotcha. I don't know. I don't really care, and I hope these don't do that well. I, I, <laughs> wow. I don't, yeah, we don't, I don't, we don't want, want these them. to sell. I, no. I actually want the industry to do well because the industry's in decline right now, so actually books in, across the board are actually down. Um, but... I don't want these to do well. Right. <laughs> don't buy the variant. Just buy the actual book if you're interested. Yes. Uh, now, this is something that Huey, Features, and Mauer will probably buy, but I could care less. Uh, good old 90s armor Daredevil yes. is back. And, okay, he's cool, I guess. That's the thing that's happening. You didn't like We're that going back to, No, I didn't like 90s Daredevil very much. Oh. <laughs> wow. Did you? I mean... Were you a big Daredevil fan of the 90s? I'm going to say you weren't. I don't want to say I got a early big 90s. Daredevil fan, but, you know, I like Daredevil. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm you I'm going to say you don't have any of those books. No, I definitely don't <laughs> have gonna, any books. So, well, now you've got you, your chances back. We've got a new issue, number one, where it's called Daredevil Black Armor, and it's going to take place in that timeline of the 90s. Uh, and he's going to be in the miniseries. He's going to be going up against some people like Hobgoblin, and one that I don't like uh, is Sabretooth, because I feel like Sabretooth would just demolish Daredevil. So, so you say happening in the 90s? Yeah, it's supposed to take place like, in the 90s. 
like legitimately like no like very little like regular cell phones and, and pay phones on the street <laughs> no uh, yeah i mean dark and gritty new york from what i understand i mean i guess there's a possibility it doesn't but from what i understand it comes out november 22nd um and we'll see but uh, it looks from what i understand it's I may have to check that out. Bunch of Nokia 39. The new Blade series is on my list, and now I think this is jumping on it too. All right, well, let's move over to the MCU uh, and let's talk about the uh, the uh, I Am Groot season two trailer. Can't wait. Ah, uh, yeah, I am. It's the best wait. thing they put out all last year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or the year before. Wow. 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 See, I don't dis- I don't agree with you at all there, but hot takes well, are since for the <laughs> I still don't agree with you at all, but I, it was an outstanding mini series and I'm happy that it did, wasn't a one and done kind of thing. I think I think revisiting Baby Groot for just a few more shorts is and I think repeatedly doing that is a good thing and mm-hmm. you know Vin Diesel gets paid. So go ahead. <laughs> That's right. Does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they, it looks fun. The trailer looks fun. It's exactly what you would expect it would be. So, uh, yeah, I'll check it out on the show post if you haven't seen it. Uh, but, yeah, any anybody anybody not going to watch it? <laughs> I think the no? world is going to Ian, watch it. Ian, you're not going to watch it? I you mean, don't care? Yeah, you don't can't care. give Brute a half hour. I think I watched like one or two episodes of the first season. They were just oh, yeah, like they're only shorts. five minutes each. Did you stop right? liking things that are fun, Ian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop no, it. I love We're going to hold those hot takes to the end. I, we got plenty of questions for Ian for the end because I, I need to understand Apparently how his, not, his if MCU watch brain it. works. Stop it. Guys, reel it in. Reel, we can attack in just a minute. Reel New Mauer over here doesn't like stuff. <laughs> New Mauer? Wow. I don't, can, I don't think it's fair to call him New Mauer because he didn't watch Groot. Although I will say that Mauer watched all of Baby Groot and it was emphatically in love with it. Which was, <laughs> that was again, surprising. How you, yeah, no, it was you good. would never guess it was from Mauer how much he enjoyed that show. But uh, all right, let's move on to Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, also on the Hot Mic podcast, the, the Jeff Snyder uh uh, show where he was talking about the ideas that Marvel has moving forward, and I actually very much appreciate this. So Marvel is not making any decisions until they find out what's actually happening from the trial. So until Good. they actually have answers, they're not going to do anything. But what they do have is contingency plans set up that the moment they find out, they can then make their decision. So if, if it turns out he didn't do anything wrong, he just continues being Kang. If he does, they already have a plan in place to either replace him or remove Kang or maybe make him a variant. But apparently they have multiple models uh, set aside in case it turns out that all of the horrible things they've been saying about him are true. That's great. And I think that's good. I think that's smart. I don't think you shouldn't you shouldn't backtrack. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't I I I you, I think it would be horrible to find out that this man's entire career was ruined and his future was ruined and it turned out it all was uh it was all a lie. Mm-hmm. And you, know you got to I mean? double back as a major company and say, I'm sorry. Too many times. <laughs> well, and flip it. I mean, if it turns out he's an awful person, yeah, get him out of there. Right. But don't do that ahead of it. Like, Find out the truth right. first and then act. I think Marvel right. kind of learned their lesson a little bit with James Gunn. Knee-jerk reaction and then uh, after or, the dust- Or it was uh, because of Kathleen, Kennedy, Kathleen Kennedy and Star Wars. Ooh. Yeah. No, with, also, uh, yeah. What, was, what was her name? What was her oh, name? Oh, uh, you talking about um, Cara Dune, was, right? Yeah, Cara Dune. Yeah. Who played Cara Dune? Um, 
Gina Carano. Gina Carano. There we go. Because apparently, Power would have spit that out real quick. <laughs> apparently, what's been happening at, at, at Star Wars ever since that? Because Kathleen Kennedy apparently did that, the firing on social media without telling anybody. They've been trying their hardest to figure out a way to make amends for that ever since. So, they know. Oh, oops, the rumor is she's she might come back with a show. She might the Raven oh, her Ravenger so. show might actually happen, and it will be updated for where she'll actually have abilities and powers. I don't know how that works. What? But that's a rumor. That's <laughs> I don't happening. like that. Yeah, she there was rumor she was gonna uh, a cameo in uh, Star Wars, which we'll talk more about in a little bit. But Mandalorian season four, she was apparently either gonna cameo or they were just gonna go right into the Ravengers show with her. Not Ravengers, the, um, <laughs> the, the the rebels, the rebels show. It was um, what was it called? Oh, with the the, <laughs> yeah, it was like it was. It's a rebel show. It's about. Is it it's apparently, the show was about her going from uh, you know, planet to planet. Squadron no, was that something no. Rangers. The... Rangers, Rangers, Rangers of the New Republic. That's what it was. Rangers. Called. <laughs> as long as Bill Burr was, was in it. Wow, <laughs> that was really good. Yo, if Bill Burr would be in that show, oh, that would be so good. Like I've said numerous times, he needs to be on right yeah, every Star Wars. show. What a good show to put him in. Bill because Burr's. the whole point of that show would be going planet to planet to tell the people who live there about Luke Skywalker, about the fall of the Empire, about the new Jedi Order, and it's to it's to spread the word because the world doesn't know the Empire's dead, or the universe doesn't know the, the Emperor's dead. So that was the point of the show, which would have been actually a very cool show, but to put Bill Burr, the guy who hates Star Wars, in that position to be the guy to talk about you know the end of Star Wars would be... Would hey be, guys, we need perfect. to get rid of these people here. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's uh, real quick. Let's talk about some other casting rumors because we have to. We're, I think it's like contractually obligated now at this point. Um, but yeah, uh, the Fantastic Four. Uh, we have uh, Vanessa Kirby is going to is rumored to be playing Sue Storm, and then you have Joseph Quinn, who's rumored to be playing Johnny Storm. Now Joseph Quinn is from Stranger Things. Stranger he was great. Uh, I think he would be a really cool Johnny Storm. I'm kind of I'm good with that casting. Uh, I don't know Vanessa Kirby really at all. She was Ooh. in a bunch of things. What a, I know she's Ma- nominated for an Oscar. Ooh. What was she in? That, or she won an Oscar? Uh, I gotta look that up. Maybe Still she was know. in. Uh, uh, Mich- she was uh, in Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, was she Lance, saw a sister. I was just about to say. I'm sure she was in a, a, a Fast Heck and the yeah. Furious movie because everybody's been. Yeah. And she was in uh, Mission. And I was just gonna say that as a joke, and it was. I was, it was right. uh, Mission Impossible. The last one. Well, yeah, the she's one been before. in a bunch of things. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I got one other thing to talk about with the Fantastic Four. Because uh, there, there is rumor that the lead of the movie is going to be Sue. That mm-hmm. it was originally decided to uh, start with Sue and then build the team out from there. And people have been losing their minds about... Yeah, does it surprise I, anybody? Right. It just seems like anytime something comes out, people so people are losing their minds saying, "How could you do this?" Reed Richards is the lead of the team. Reed Richards is the the, the leader of the Fantastic Four. It's not Sue Storm, and uh, I want to tell everybody to chill because she's the lead of the movie. Right, right. The movie, not <laughs> the <laughs> team. <laughs> the movie. I think Marvel honestly just plays into the whole MCU thing and just feeds Ooh, see, feeds that crap. I don't think man. so. Like, oh hey, I, I don't think so because <laughs> Sue Storm arguably is the most interesting person on the Fantastic Four. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. No, but I'm saying like just for headlines, like they just let this shit fly out there so oh. that people hear it and then they they phone. I the don't mouth know if and then Marvel laughs. At I don't the know if, if Kevin Feige actually likes that. I think a lot of the, especially the Phase Four writers, definitely did because they really played around. Especially in She-Hulk, they played around with the with the that that side of the comics 
uh, fandom quite a bit. Um, but I don't know if Kevin Feige wants that because that hurts his bottom dollar. Like it, he he, sure. what he is trying his hardest is to not turn into Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> He's trying so hard to not let what happened to Star Wars happen to Marvel. And I think if anyone can write the ship, I believe in him. I, I think he'll be fine. I think he's had to take a step back because he's stretched himself too thin. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, just uh, before we move on, here's a couple other uh, pieces of information with the Fantastic Four and Sue Storm and whatnot. Uh, the, the the Vanessa Kirby rumor uh, again. Our, our friend uh, Jeff Snyder, 98% sure that this thing has already been signed. Uh, the, the piece of information on that is that it was actually drafted and completed before the writer's strike or the actor's strike happened. So we're talking about a month ago this was signed. Um, also, it was initially reported that it was Jack Quaid who's going to play Johnny Storm. Uh, Jack Quaid is the, or is it Jack Quaid or Jack Quinn? No, it's uh, Quaid. Quaid. Quaid from, it's Quaid. Um, no, it was Quaid. So the guy from uh, the boys. Son. Um, yeah. That well, didn't who's he playing? Though. The boys. He's he's uh, Huey. <laughs> Huey. Huey. <laughs> Huey. <laughs> the funny thing about that is when that rumor came out, uh, he tweeted back to the uh, person that leaked it or had said this was going to happen and said uh, it doesn't or I, this is not going to be the case. I'm not going to be taking on that role, but uh, we would love for anyone to please donate to the the SAG after a, something, something. Well, there's so also we, what Matt Smith, it. he was uh, he was up uh, as a front runner for a little bit there for Reed, but apparently that's fizzled out as well, which I'm, I'm yeah. happy about. I don't like, I don't dislike Matt Smith, but I don't care enough about Matt Smith that I'm going to be excited mm -hmm. that he would be Reed. You there's know? um I don't like any of the rumored Reed Rich. I'll be honest with yeah, you. I'm with like, you. I don't really there's a guy. I don't, like any of them. I don't know if, if you guys have been watching. It just came out. Um, shit, I can't think of. Uh, it's about a podcast. It's on Peacock. Kaylee Cuoco's in the show. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, Maurer would know the name of this because he loves uh. her. Uh, but the guy that plays the serial killer in that show, it's comedy. Uh, <laughs> he would probably do a really nice job as Reed Richards. Well, if one of these days I'll know what you're talking about. Um I'll look it up. Where they <laughs> put it in the notes. Did they did they ever consider the guy from you, Joe, from you? Uh Pam Badgley. Yeah, uh, I, he's on the list. I don't know. I think that was rumored. Be, I think he'd be a dope read. He'd be okay as read. Yeah. He'd be okay as read. Um I'm also I, a serial killer. I'd, nothing I'd be excited about. Um all right. I have to talk about Deadpool rumors because at this point we've just gone too far down the rabbit hole and I don't know what to believe anymore, but this is Daniel R uh, RPK. Now, Daniel is a been a lot more accurate than most. So he's been posting some weird things about who the main villain of Deadpool three is, or one of the main villains. Cause apparently there's a multitude of them. Uh, but it turns out that the, uh, that Emma Corrin, who has been, had this mysterious role this whole time. We knew she was supposed to be a villain. People thought she was going to be danger for a little bit. The, the sentient version of the danger room, because she apparently has a deep seated connection to the X-Men. Well, the rumor is now that she is playing Cassandra Nova looking for, uh, Comic fans, I think they're going, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and I think for non-comic fans, they're going, who the hell is Cassandra Nova? Uh, and sh that's a fair question because she is a convoluted mess of a character. She is uh, the sister. Swim, swim yeah. sister. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not. She's not even really that. She's like an entity from a different, the, from like the Shi'ar Empire that like f formulated its its 
a body in the womb with it's weird it's, what? it's, it's yeah cassandra nova's only really his sister because they they were in the same uh they were technically twins because they were in the same womb but this is where the book is it's he knew because his this crazy his psychic abilities were already aware of the her intentions and Killed her in the womb and yeah. made her a stillborn. And then after a miscarriage, Cassandra Nova survived and is now wants revenge on um, Professor X. But again, her she has a weird cosmic. Vo- she's a Grant Morrison she character, and she's just bizarre. And it's but she is the reason that Geonosha happens. So the the death of like the millions and millions of mutants yeah. at the hands of um, the Sentinels when Geonosha got demolished that was Cassandra Nova. So she does play a gigantic role in the pantheon of the X Men. So it is a big deal, but it's also not a character that I think anybody's going to be like, oh, I can't believe Cassandra Nova is going to be it. <laughs> like I don't I don't see anybody being excited by that news. What? Whatsoever. Yeah. Any thoughts? Anybody excited about that? No. Uh, it's just way too. She's current. ultra no. baby. If Cable super baby, she's ultra baby because that's K- ridiculous. There's no one. There's no one more complicated <laughs> than Cable. The way you broke down that battle for the uterus was pretty <laughs> intense. That's the new name of this episode. <laughs> How to fix the MCU? The battle for the uterus. <laughs> oh. Hey, Moscow, right, the name of that show is uh, based on a true story. There you go. I knew it was. Yeah. Uh, it, Bateman might be the guy's last name. Well, Patrick, let's, the first. Let's, let's gentlemen, gentlemen, Patrick, gentlemen. Sorry. I have Side one track. little. I have one last thing to say, and then we can get into the topic of this. Just stop for a second. <laughs> the Mandalorian season four might not happen. What? Why not? What? Let that sink in. Why? So Mandalorian season four yeah. apparently is going to be turned into a movie because Star Wars is so upset with the performance of all of their television shows. And I wonder why that is when most of your budget goes to like one or two shows and the shows that should get a high budget don't get any money. Um, that would explain why some of your shows suck. So, um, yeah, the fear is uh, that they are not producing movies and they're producing lackluster Disney Plus shows and that they need to start moving into a movie format and just to to not have what we had in Mandalorian season three, which is just weird flavor of the week episodes that had a very weak underlying story, which might be Ian's issue with the MCU in the first place. So we'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, um, But I don't disagree that this is a, a, a bad idea. I think making this another movie that Dave Filoni does is probably a great thing. A John Favreau, Dave Filoni movie about the Mandalorian uh, to set up uh, heir to the empire movie. So the rumor is is that we get the Ray movie first. So we get Ahsoka season one, Ooh. Ahsoka season two. Ahsoka, are you saying ugh to Ahsoka? No, no, to oh, the yeah. Ray. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so the Ray movie. So Ahsoka, the Ray movie. After the Ray movie, we get the Mandalorian movie. After the Mandalorian movie, we probably get uh, Ahsoka season two, either before or after that. And then we move into Air of the Empire, which is the Filoni movie, which is probably the only Star Wars thing that anyone actually cares about. And there you go. We're done the news flash. Let's get out of here. Mosh, go hit the button. Hit play the song. Get us out of here. Listen to an ad. And we're going to do all that stuff. And then we're going to get into the actual topic. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now for something completely different. Comic books. Comic books. Comic books. Comic books. Okay. Ian. Shucks. <laughs> Shucky, the Shucky of all Shuckies. Look, I w- I promised the fu- so right. funny. I promised Ian in the beginning I would only say Shucky once, <laughs> and then he owned it. And now I feel as though that the moment he just embraced it as a as a as a a, a, a badge of honor, then you know what we're going with. You're it. now obligated to call him Shucky. There's whatever makes you feel better. Whatever makes you sleep at night. <laughs> I if if my issue with sleeping came down to what your nickname was, <laughs> I would be calling you nightly with new ones. <laughs> um, oh my! So God. I need to know because everybody's asked this question. Every every podcast out there, every YouTube channel has posed the question: How do you fix the MCU? And I thought it would be interesting on our takes because we all have very different opinions on whether or not the MCU actually needs fixing. So why don't we real quick round robin and let's just talk about what uh, what we think the issues with the MCU are that need addressing, and then we can talk about how to address them. So why don't we let's start with Ian? Let's start with our with our guest, sir. Sure. What is your problem with the MCU past Endgame? Oh, you know what? And I thought about it, so I wrote it down for you. So I have three I have three bullet points, and they're short. But uh, to summarize i think what they've done since endgame is the opposite of everything that made them successful in the beginning so it's three things uh for one all the movies that they've released since then do not feel connected right so there's no connected universe feel right and eternals is a prime example of that with a a celestial just chilling in in the core of the earth and no one's going to address it uh they're not leading with character development right so they're not leading with character stories and with that i don't think that they're telling compelling enough stories so it's character development but then like the stories they're actually telling i don't believe are compelling okay. enough. because i've so no, there you go, go. Well, finish your point no i was gonna make it small i think where the stories had a through line in the infinity war in the infinity saga was it was all tying into infinity stones in some way shape or form right like captain america first avenger you had a great story there it was a it was a period piece right but then the through line there was it was the tesseract and then that carried over into avengers and you know with uh the guardians you had the power stone like there was these great stories being told but there was a through line through all it was of it guardians phase two right but, um yes that's important because the MacGuffin of the the infinity stones didn't exist until phase two so phase one was really just formulating the avengers and that was it the through line was just was just the right. tesseract loki they uh joss sure, whedon sure. even said that uh, the only reason that he added uh thanos at the end is that he didn't think people would believe loki was the main villain and they wanted to tease something larger and the the idea of doing the infinity gauntlet saga after that became um their main focus when they realized how 
profitable a cohesive universe could be and then that's why the tesseract became the space stone instead of it just being the so, cosmic cube that's why right. all of that's why all right. of the major artifacts in the mcu became stones instead of the artifacts that they've always been it's because they needed to work within the parameters created by joss whedon when he decided to add thanos so I think that's an important distinction go. because phase one didn't have that cohesiveness that you're talking about as much as the other phases sure. have. Sure. But, but I was speaking of the Infinity Saga as a whole, not just one specific phase uh, as it relates to the Infinity Saga. So that, and exactly what you just said, like the way you just summarized that feels like there was thought put into it. The way these movies are coming out now, like sure, some of them might be really enjoyable um, in, in, in pockets or, or on first viewing, but then it's kind of like, well, well, why was why was that made, right? Or even the shows more so than the movies. It's like, well, why was that made? No, like, the what, movies. What the point the movies. Like, well, Thor, Thor and Doctor Strange both are. <laughs> they're, nah, I think I agree with you. Yeah. The movie, the so, movies, and the shows. Anyways, <laughs> it's fair. So those are my those are my thoughts on it. And yeah, I mean, I could I could rant for forever, but I'll. All right. Well, Moscow, what are you thinking? Uh well, uh, I what was that third point in? Said you had three. So first one, you know, you don't like uh, everything. The storytelling. Yeah. The storytelling. Story okay. Like the the writing, this the the writing in the shows and the movies, the storytelling like just has not been anywhere near as good as it used to okay. be. Okay. Um, I can I can see that. Your first point was uh, you don't like the way they're not connected. There doesn't there's seem to be a through line yeah. with anything within making it feel as if it's all the same yeah. universe. Um, I mean, I'm on... Which goes into a theory of mine. I'm on but. the you know complete opposite spectrum of that. I assume. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, 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 That's you why I picked you second. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% yeah, content with each and every movie not directly connecting to the next. Uh, you know, stingers and mid-credit, post-credit, all that good stuff. While it's fun, it's to me, it's you know whatever. It's not necessary. I don't need that ad for the next movie just yet. Uh, I like to see a condensed single story that doesn't have to do really with anything else until it needs to be. Uh, meaning, you sure. know, like uh, what was it? I, I don't even have a good example at this point. Um, I mean, well, Secret Invasion. There you go. Um, like Shang Chi. I mean, we know. Look at Shang Chi. Yeah, but we know there's going to be something just with all the things that were added into that and and the spoiler spots. alert for everything in the MCU up until this point. <laughs> everything, oh. everything. If you're, I warned you. At this point, it's on you. If Leave. something happens, if, you, if you're not caught up, that's on you. At this point, you were warned. All right, go nuts. Apologies ahead of time because I'm usually disappointed. You know, there were, there are obviously there are hints to uh, Shang Chi and um, Multiverse of Madness, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, various little scenes that were shown. Um, you know, uh, wasn't uh, you know Captain Marvel was at the end of Shang Chi, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes, uh, she was, but it was more. It was it was that the 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 ten rings were giving off a signal to somebody, which right. right. So like we still don't have like the full answer to a lot of that stuff, which will. You know, I would imagine get some of that information coming we'll probably soon. Probably get that in the Marvels. Oh, his new yeah. his new movie is called The Wreckage of Time. I have a feeling we have a, a clear idea of who it's who's is being that con- single. Is that a confirmed no, title? No, nothing's a confirmed oh. title. Captain America: Brave <laughs> right. New World Order became Brave New World, like, and, and that was <laughs> that was God, a confirmed title. <laughs> I think um, I've said this a couple times. Like the the Marvels is go- I think that's going to bring everything together. Uh, you know, you're going to get the the 
Oh, wow. You know, it's part two of Captain Marvel, but you're also getting uh, Ms. Marvel, uh, some of the other sure. things that are, you know, going to get buttoned up in there. Obviously, Secret Invasion. That's a lot writing that. on that movie, though, then. Hey, you know, then I think because it made over a billion dollars, <laughs> I think they have the anticipation sure. of that happening. I don't think my do. fear is that there's too much going on in it that it won't cover everything. I've, and I've heard that all the rumors of the incursions and the 818 universe being a part of it. I heard all of that's bogus. What? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard all of the rumors that have been circulating around the Marvels as all turns out to be nonsense. So we'll see. The movie's lower your expectations. The movie's coming. <laughs> this this Deadpool three that's going to come out could very well be the uh, you know it'll make Phase four disappear, uh, all of the Fox stuff disappear, and then we're starting over in a new you know universe. And who knows? Well, maybe that's a future show we could talk about wh- how we think all of these Deadpool rumors actually connect because boy oh boy do they conflict with each other. Um, <laughs> all right, features. What do you think about the MCU? Where where, where what are you, the issues that you think need resolving? Um, it definitely starts at the writing. Um, the fact that, it, well, I don't want to say the fact that, but when you're hearing things like uh, they don't, they want the writers of the show to not read the books or the actors to not know the characters from the books, it's kind of disheartening as a fan of that medium and going into the next. Because you're like, why wouldn't they or shouldn't they know who these characters are? They're playing these characters. That's the job. And if you're not giving me a story with the character that I, I know and love, then what are you doing? And is it, it how can right. it be as good as the story that I know exists if you already probably have to make like some changes because it's it's movie and you have to make things work for cinema. However, mm-hmm. it just that that part to me that needs to change. I want them. You know me. I've always been like heavy on the source material when it comes to the movies. It, I, that's what I appreciate most. And I love it when they find those nuggets in there and you go, Oh, hey, that's, that's from that story. Or I, that works for me. But, um, so you want Easter eggs to the source material, not to future projects. No, no, no. I want, I want Easter eggs for the future projects, but I'm saying as far as like the, the, the actual story of the movies that we're watching, like we know the stories, but there's so many disambiguations at this point where they're definitely 100% not the same story in its original. Well, point. yeah, but that's but that's also been yeah. true since Civil War. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all of the stories have been in name only, and they're an amalgamation of the 616 and the Ultimate Universe. They've never actually been a full depiction of any story that they've said it was going to be. They are their own thing since the get-go. Right, and, and they've made those stories work. I, I don't I don't complain much about like Civil War was fantastic. It's great. Say that Civil War is one of the best of the movies. Yes. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm not complaining about Civil War at all. But like when Moon Knight came out, we know that that wasn't Can I jump really in? Moon Knight. Yes. I I th- I th- I think that the writing is. You're right. That's I think the writing is by far the worst part. But I think the writing, the reason the writing is bad is not because they're bad writers. It's that they don't care about expanding the source material or expanding the universe as much they're not fans as much they are more interested in leaving their mark and i i take i take uh moon knight as my example of that is they don't they didn't want to make a moon knight show right they wanted to make an egyptian mythology show which is cool i mean egyptian mythology is cool but i was signed up for moon knight exactly that's 
that's why I was here. And you didn't give me Moon Knight, you gave me Spawn. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's, he is the most yeah. non-Moon Knight version of Moon Knight I've ever seen. And that's including when Jason Aaron's had his run where he had like the Phoenix Force and had Thor's hammer. And he was like, there were there were times where Moon Knight was the most non-Moon Knight version in the comics. But it did not compare, in my opinion, to the what we got in that show because it was so dramatically different. Right. And I can see why people liked it, but it wasn't Moon Knight. And a fan of Moon Knight wouldn't have done that. Right. Right. I, I agree. Yeah, 100%. And I think James Gunn is a fan, and that's why we get the Suicide Squad and Guardians being as good as they were, because he wanted to respect those, while still in his same style, he still wanted to respect the source material enough to make sure that that was first. Right. Not my own ideas on what I believe it should be. Like, look right. at- Russo right. Brothers. The Russo Brothers were great. The Russo Brothers were outstanding. Yeah. Uh, they were fans of the content. I don't think that people who are working on both Marvel and DC, or not, excuse me, not DC, Marvel and Star Wars right now, mm-hmm. are big fans of the content they've been they're out they're contractually obligated to now work on. I think they took it because it's going to make their career and they can leave a mark, quote unquote, like a Zack Snyder in the DCU, um, instead of making something that is true to what it always was supposed to be. I don't. Th- you're, you're giving me a face, Ian. I don't think Zack Snyder's take on any of the DCU is true. We, we don't want. <laughs> oh, we don't want that take. I mean, listen. I don't know the. I don't know anything to the depths that you guys do as far as DC comics are. But I felt as though he felt passionately about his version, about the characters, about oh, his sure. version. Yeah, he was telling. Remember, his he story. wanted. He wanted For Batman sure. raped in prison. Yeah, that would never happen. Sorry. That was a that was a quote from <laughs> Zack Snyder saying I wasn't allowed to go as dark as I wanted to. He was going to get raped in prison. Yeah, right. And that, right off the bat, in what world? Right that off happen? the bat, makes me go. Well, maybe you should be writing the Batman right. movie. That wouldn't. Even, that doesn't even happen in the Elseworlds yeah. title. Like, what are you I don't doing? Know if we, I don't know if we need to do this. Well, I mean, I hate to, I hate to say this, but it is Damien. Uh, well. I mean, that is where Damien came oh, from. So it's not yeah. like it does; it hasn't happened because that is exactly how Damien Wayne showed up. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the but my point is the fact that you wanted that says that you're more interested in telling your version of Batman instead of sure. telling a good Batman sure. story. And that's the pro. And I think that's the problem in comic books today too. I think people are using mm-hmm. these stories as platforms to launch their career, opposed to making a good story within the world they were con- they were hired to work in. Mm-hmm. I don't think the people working on Star yep. Wars have much respect for the concept of Star Wars and what makes Star Wars great. And I don't think the people who are working on the Marvel shows are as passionate as they once were when Kevin Feige was overseeing everything because one thing to keep in mind is the marvel formula changed in season four or in um in phase four yeah there are like for example they had showrunners but not really the shows were kind of autonomous like he he was overseeing things but not to the degree that he is always in the original um phases and that mm-hmm. led to a lack of quality go ahead baby Huey. so that's my thing um marvel being stretched too thin I feel when Kevin Feige basically had his nose or face in almost every project, things ran a lot more smoothly. Because if you did have that director that wanted to take Batman into prison, he'd be like, we're not doing that. Okay. Um, If he is overseeing it, then I'm kind of okay with having a director that's maybe not as in love with the character or knows about the character because you had that person overseeing everything that can kind of steer the ship in the right direction. 
Yeah, what, and if you f- fix mistakes, correct. Now, if you have a director that is a fan of the character, cool. You kind of step back a little bit and let you know let him take the sh- uh, the reins to the ship. But even then, still be there because, like, what's the well, difference yes, between the absolutely the, uh, the Spider Man MCU movies and the Spider Man Sony movies are dramatically different with yes. the right person overseeing them, <laughs> and and also right. in the MCU. The way it's set up right now is you kind of can't have completely comic accurate characters like Spider-Man. Like the Spider-Man, you know, up until recently, hopefully, we, you know, we're now going to get this Spider-Man that we know and love. Uh, we couldn't have that in the MCU because the MCU was a tech-based universe. It was an Iron Man universe. So you had to have the Stark tech involved. I don't mm-hmm. disagree with you. I get what you're saying. I do think that that is a little bit of a cop-out because you're a good writer should be able to get around that. You know what I mean? Uh, if you really wanted to, you could do it. It's just that you're right. The MCU has existed to a point where you can't neglect what came before. So, f- for example, you're going to get Iron Spider <laughs> instead of <Right>. Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. because it has to have an influence through the MCU. As little as much as I didn't like Tom Holland Spider-Man when he first came out, it's not Still because don't. of... Tom Holland, it's not because of Spider-Man, it's because of the MCU influence on Spider-Man. And that's something that is going to take place because at this point, the MCU is its own universe, not the 616. So when you're saying Secret Invasion is name only, it would be because in this universe, it's not the same series of events that led to Secret Invasion in the first place. There was no Illuminati and Fantastic Four that were going up to the Shia, the, the Kree and saying, hey, take your war away from our planet. And that's where it all started. Right. You know, they had to come up with a completely mm-hmm. new reason. And that. So then why even do it? That's my that's my thing. Like, why even bother throwing a title that everybody knows and is 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 infamous in Secret Invasion, but then just to deliver like this isn't this isn't what at all what I expect. I agree that Secret Invasion fell on its face. I think Secret Invasion had in the beginning had an option had an opportunity to be something great. but boy, did it fall on its face fast. Um, Oh my god! It was. I also think that fan expectation has changed so much since Endgame that even though it was told to us what the what Disney Plus was supposed to be, that nobody cared. So we were told from the beginning that the Disney Plus shows were not supposed to be required viewing and they weren't really supposed to connect to the overall universe. They were supposed to introduce characters that were not that were then going to be a part of the overall universe. So you weren't supposed to have to watch them in in general. You weren't. It was supposed to be something that you could if you wanted to go further into it, but you didn't have to. Uh, But everybody decided that they were that's not what they wanted. They wanted the cohesion to be the most important thing. But I also think that... Yeah, because it would drive viewership. That's why they wanted This is the problem, Ian, and this is where I think the argument with the, the Shuckies of the world, the Ians of the world, and the comic fans of the world are going <laughs> to have a differentiation of views. Because to a, a fan of the MCU, a cohesive connection between these properties is the most important thing. To a fan of comic books, that is not important at all. Because I pick yeah. up... It's not the most... Imp- I wouldn't say it's the most it's, important thing. It, it was I your number like one you thing look, you, you talked about, so... It, it, that's true. What was your number one bullet? That was your number one. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't number them. I just said not I had three. Connected. I didn't put them well, in any particular so it's a top, order. So but... it's a top three problem. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, when you have... Look at this. You have eight, three, so eight TV shows, and you had... 
seven movies. So that's so, 15 properties and not any well, one of them crisscross really with and, each other. Well, say, it just keep stop for right there because you say because we just <laughs> talked about Kevin Feige said when we were introducing these shows that they were not going to. So that's so Sure, but then Multiverse of Madness happened and you had to watch WandaVision in order to understand anything about what was going on with Wanda. To. You didn't have no. to. It it definitely helps. It definitely makes that movie better, right. but you don't have to. You don't understand I, from context that I, she had the I mean, dark hold and that made her crazy and that she had kids. Let's the dark hold is one, but the kids you like meet, you. You're telling me that you would not watch that show and you would be like, "What is going on with Wanda? Since when does she have well, kids?" You're in another, oh, there's a book. But you're she in get another the universe, from? and then in the other <laughs> universe, she would have kids. In what? the other, what do you mean? In that's where universe? she had the kids. It was another universe. So we saw her travel through another universe, and that's where she saw the kids. Yeah. So in this other universe, well, Wanda had kids. So yeah, I do. I do think you are you talking about from no, one division? Talking about in Doctor Strange when she when she dreamwalks, yeah. whatever the hell it's called. You sure. that's when okay. you see your so, kids for the yeah, first time, can... and you know that this okay. universe has kids. It, the context, the the dialogue in the movie explains enough of the show that it is not required viewing. It helps. It does yeah. help. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'm not. I also don't think yeah. it's you. Ha- if you're a Doctor Strange fan and you don't care about Wanda, you don't have to watch that show. Sure. I'm not saying, yeah, it's not necessarily required viewing, but they go in, they bleed like, into is, each other. Is Falcon and the Winter Soldier required viewing for Captain America 4? I don't know. I don't think is so. It? Probably not. <laughs> sure well, it will why? be. Because he, he hands him the shield at the end of Endgame, and then you get a Captain America movie where he has the shield. Sure. Context, I get it. I understand why he would be Captain America. I sure. could get more information and go read the annual or go read the tie-in book or go read the comic that is supposed, that, that, you know, tells me a bit more about what's happening with that individual character. Would you like but it's more not information? Required by any means, right? <laughs> the TV shows aside, so the TV shows, in my opinion, are just they're just random in general as far as topics and genres and characters and what they're doing. But the movies, in my opinion, like if you're going to have a through line, the movies have to there. There has to feel. But why did they have to? Why does just, it have, there to has have to have to be something? It's a fair question. Well, where's the story going? Because we've been, we've, what we've learned, right, as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been prior, is that there is an overarching story, right? There are all individual stories, and that's great. Shang-Chi was a great, was a great story. I loved that movie. Uh, Eternals, while it was rough, like, uh, it was rough doing something, right? And then you have <laughs> Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness, to me, should have been the turning point of like, okay, I see where this is going. And you kind of get that. But then you have other movies after that that just kind of it's just like well what's but going that's on? How comics you know, my, work? My, sure, and that's what yeah, they are. But, They're comic books. again. Movies. Sure. So, but okay. that, that's what this again, is. Why I think the f- what's different from comics though is that the MCU is that you're it, it, there isn't there is an end game right there is a it's all boiling down and going to a a, a head where what, what are all these but characters? If, so How are they going to intermingle? If the end of the ten year run was Endgame. And the first mm-hmm. the first phase didn't really connect. They just teased whatever the next project was at the at the end. But they didn't really they just formulate the Avengers and that's that. Why is phase four treated differently? So what was it? So Iron Man came out in what, two thousand and eight? Mm-hmm. And Avengers was two thousand. Well so you had Iron Man you had Iron Man, Iron Man two, uh then it was no, it was Cap. Iron. It was Iron yeah. Man, Hulk, Iron Man two, right? Uh, Thor, Cap. Yes. And then it was, Avengers. and then it was right. Avengers. 
right? And yep. that was their right. own little phase that only connected to that phase. That was it. There was no... There was, right, but then even like what Moshko was saying, you had the end credit scenes that were like, sure, oh, Thor's coming, okay. And we got that in phase but four. But again, like... We got that in phase four. I, again, this is where I think expectation of the fans kind of went haywire, that everybody wanted endgame level stuff, and then No Way Home made it even worse. No, no Way Home... Through no, that through the roof. I don't want end game level stuff. R- I, I think it all so it's maybe maybe that's me looking for something like that based on how bad the movies have I been. I agree. I maybe it's me looking for connectivity just for the sake of like, well, the movie wasn't good, but at least it connected and that's to fair. The, like maybe okay. that's, that's what fair. it is. Maybe I'm having a moment that's, here of, of realization. That it it is <laughs> fair that the quality of the movies and the quality of the content has gone down enough that it it creates an expectation of something else because you're not getting it in the narrative. Mm. So right. that's sure. fair. For if sure. the movies are good, you shouldn't have to worry right. about it connecting to the overarching right. story. Doctor- you don't care. Look at Guardians Look at Doc- 3. Guardians 3 was yeah. so Doctor Strange good. 1 versus Doctor Strange 2. Doctor Strange 1 doesn't really good yeah. connect to a whole lot. That's true. Right. But it's outstanding. But it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, same thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Like the, the right. these movies don't have to connect to things if the narrative itself is good, but it hasn't been. The narrative has been trying so hard trying to get us to the Young Avengers that it's it's more it's more focused on introduction than it is storytelling. Mm. Yes. And 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 that's the thing. I also like, hate to say this. You can use the but that's what annuals oh, do. And that's what happens in between story arcs. So when a new writer picks up a comic, they have to close the story. And a lot of times annual books will do that. Or there'll be a tiny little miniseries in between new writers taking over because they have to now set the world up for what they want. So there has to be a phase of setup. And to me, that's what phase four was. It was ending Endgame and starting the multiverse. And that's why I, that's why I think Phase Four gets a bad rap when it doesn't deserve it for everything. Because I think Phase Two is arguably, with the amount of content that we were given, just as bad as Phase Four or worse. Right, but there was only <laughs> two movies in there that, if you're talking about setting up the multiverse, there was two that set up the multiverse. And it was Spider Man. It was Doctor Strange. But outside of that, it's well. The, and this is you know you only introduce. This is two- where I would argue that Loki is required viewing. This is where oh, I for think sure. that even for Kevin sure. Feige screwed up with Loki because understanding the multiverse without Loki is not an easy thing to do. <laughs> it's not. For sure. For sure. Uh, my, uh, my one theory that I'll throw out there that I was going with until I saw it pop up in She-Hulk uh, was that each one of the movies in Phase 4 was happening in their own universe. And that that would have been Secret Wars was that would have been the, the clincher per se, is that, oh, wow. So that's why there's nothing connected is because they were all happening in different universes and secret wars and these incursions, that's when they collide. That's an interesting idea. But but She-Hulk already, they've never mentioned the Eternals Celestial, but there was a news article well, and about it. So that's where I was like, That oh, apparently right. is the, the crux of the Thunderbolts movie and the Captain America movie is ten ten tenemum tenemum tenemum. Ten, what's the tenemum. what's his name? Tiamat. 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 Apparently, he was turned into adamantium. So when Cersei 
you know transmutes him into something else. So the remember when remember in Black Panther two when she says I dream of something like that. Like if we had Wakanda, yeah, that was yeah. a tease. See, like stuff like that's, that. That's for a tease sure. to everyone trying. I don't know how I feel about. I think that. it's an interesting way. I don't know how I feel about adamantium just being in this massive surplus in the middle of the okay. ocean. So I would have an issue with that, but we. I mean, even your first, the first time you hear about adamantium being embedded in, in Wolverine's skeleton, you're not really sure where it comes from. It's just they've oh, just sure. got this crazy metal that's indestructible. So now having a source for it, I'm okay with that, but I do agree with you, like, kind of just glossing Yo. over the fact that there's a large <laughs> giant <laughs> popping out the world. When Thunderbolt happens, when Thunderbolt's... When that movie takes place, uh-huh. I will put money that John Walker is given a new shield made of adamantium. Ooh. Mm, and that's like when we that. find out about adamantium for the first time. Because Cap's shield originally was vibranium and adamantium. Right. So to have that mm. go to John Walker, and now he actually has something above uh, Sam Wilson's cap, that's an interesting idea. And he's a super yeah, soldier? that's an interesting idea. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I I don't know if I think that the MCU needs to be fixed as much as I think people like Taika Waititi, who made a name for themselves in the MCU, gave up on the MCU being uh, important and their career being more important than it was. Like, he he ruined Thor 4 because he... Got high on his own supply. He went, he went extra Watiti in that movie to oh, a point sure. where it was more important to set up jokes that James Gunn would have to deal with in Guardians than it was to actually make a good movie. It was just punchline after punchline after punchline because that's what to what he thought was the best thing for his career and to make his style. And that again does not yeah. serve Thor, which is the problem, and you're hired to serve the character, not your career. Your career should be made by the character, the, not how you change the character. Right. Right. Thor's interaction was with Sif. That was that was when I checked <laughs> yeah. out. The SNL skit. So bad. Yeah, that movie there were some shining moments in phase four, but and there were some great episodes in tra- sure. in phase four, but they most a lot of it is not the best. Not the best, but I do. I am excited for the prospect of what's happening, and I guess the real question is: Do you think Kevin Feige was able to fix it? Like, do you think Ke- the rest of these phases up until the oppo- the supposed reboot at the end of Secret Wars will be as entertaining as prior phases have been, or are we just checked out to a point where it's not worth it? Maybe a mix. I just think they're losing general audiences. That's just me. I if you if you take um different genres of movies over the years you know those genres die out and then they come back and then they come back in something different you know westerns were around for a while they went away and then you know 20 years later we got a few and you know the things things were changed so we may actually see where comic book movies may kind of dissipate for a while we're only getting a couple titles I disagree because I don't like I I know people talk about comic book movie fatigue and I know that's a that's a, a conversation in the zeitgeist that a lot of people are having, uh, but I don't think that that's as true because comic book movies don't really exist. Comic book is not a genre. 
It is a medium. It is a way to tell a story. So the reason the the first slew of phases did so well is they made genre specific movies with superheroes in them. They made Civil War, or they made Winter Soldier, an espionage flick with Captain America. They made Ant Man, a heist movie with a with Ant Man. You know, they made movies around a genre um, to tell the story of a comic book character. Now they make comic book movies. Now they make Ang Lee's Hulk. They make Ang Lee's like they, they. It's more about the 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 universe than the genre and good story. I think it needs to be taken back to basics. I think mm-hmm. that's the MCU's problem is that it's become so grandiose that they can't fit it all into the stuff that they're trying to do. So they need to reel that back in, yeah. tell grounded good stories. So we're excited about crossover events. I don't care if you're leading to one, as long as you're telling me the characters in a crossover event are interesting. I think that's where the strikes that are happening now, like one good thing that will come out of this is because of this lull in production and people aren't making things that people are aware of. I'm sure writers are still writing. Uh, I think we'll get that quality back at some point. I think that's what we're going to experience with Blade. Either Blade is going to go away completely, or it's going to be the best movie they ever put out. That's what it's going to come down to. I hope so. Yeah. Did you have something, Baby Huey? No. Um... I just I, I hope there is no. I don't think it is because again, it's not a genre. Uh, I don't no. think you can be just bad writing. Have we fatigue. ever have we ever been sick <laughs> do, of, of superheroes? That's no. us though. No. How about Jimmy down the street oh, no, who, you know, yeah, oh, there's a new that, Marvel movie coming out. They know it as a Marvel movie, not a specific mm-hmm. character or a style of movie. They know it as a Marvel right. or DC, and to them, it's a comic book movie. It's a comic book genre. Unfortunately, I just want to see them slow things down a smidge Mm -hmm. which we already know they are with the tv shows and stuff slow things down you know get some better stories together and basically take it back to basics um i think i was leaning more towards uh commenting about about brand fatigue i don't which i i don't believe that's the case either um and i think i think fans whether they're shuckies or you know or us long-standing comic fans we 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 just we just want <laughs> material to be good, right? No way. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm I'm re- I'm regurgitating what's what's been said, but it's 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 really. I don't know if that needs to be said because there's nobody out there going. We want bad movies. <laughs> well, they're Snyder fans. Never mind. <laughs> oh, hey. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I liked Man <laughs> of Steel. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Don't come for me, Snyder bots. But I mean, it's you know, it, as far as it needing a fix, it's for me. It's going to always come down to the writing and then just being able to put it together. And also, I think, I think uh, the formula definitely changed up, as, especially in the sense of as I, I started thinking about this as we, as you guys were talking, um, how we were even introduced to Thanos and even getting to the different phases like these these uh tie-ins to other movies weren't character based I don't think they feel like they were artifact based like when we got Thor we saw the hammer when well there was the MacGuffin there was a MacGuffin in every every one right you saw Thanos in each phase you saw him once in each phase right and then now like this 
we know what the the ultimate end the end goal for the, for the next couple phases is supposed to be when we get to Kang and you know and Empire and Secret and all those things. But Kang was introduced via a Disney Plus show instead of in a movie. No. As the one above all, he who remains, he who remains, you're right. Oh, he who is remains is not Kang. <laughs> that, that that's the point. The point of Kang is that they're not Kang. So, like for example, if we get if we get um uh what Moon Knight season two and we get Rama Tut, Rama Tut is not Kang. Right. I mean, it is, but it's not. Right. But and then like that's why he's a horribly confusing and convoluted character that I'm amazed that he's getting multiple phases connected to him and he is not a flavor of the week villain because that's what Kang is. Right. Um. But sure. But then I think the only artifact that we really got, if if I'm if I'm remembering this correctly, is uh Kamala Khan's uh bangle the brace the well and the and the ten rings, right and those things are are and the and the venom sludge. Oh yeah. And but those things, those things are connected via uh, uh, the Eternals, mm. right? Well, no, I think that's Kang. I think that's Maybe. all. Kang. It's all Kang. Okay. I think all this stuff goes to Kang. And let me preface it by like, I, I'm not specifically saying they need to connect via like an item or a storyline. I think more so just the this the content being self aware, like knowing what's going on around it. Uh, referencing something that happened in this movie or something that happened in that movie or by somebody's name that I wasn't necessarily saying like, Oh, they all need to be connected via the same story. Just more so like being self-aware. Oh shit. She Hulk's happening on the same coast as well, Ant-Man. The only like, problem with that was, you know, was the pandemic. Whatever. The pandemic reordered sure, all of those shows and movies. Yeah. Probably messed well, everything big up. One which was supposed to be uh Dr. Strange it, was supposed to be before end game or before no way home. Correct. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to g- correct. And America Chavez was supposed to be Ned in Spider-Man. You, yeah, but you know, like- you don't wave that off, man. That dramatically alters Dr. Strange too, because it takes her whole storyline. Sure. <laughs> it makes it, it, we, right. we, we, un, it unconvolutes that movie. Right. And look at that. It would have made those two movies feel even more connected and said Doctor Strange was like, you know. Anyways, but that's my point is that it's just the universe is the the cinematic universe as it is is by name, whatever, is so big now that it's it's almost impossible how you don't have these movies referencing something of a character, of a place, of a thing, of of an event, of something that's happened where it's like, oh, yeah, shit. I think this is. That's what I'm I think. This is about. a this is a differentiation between comic fans and and non, because comic fans, if I want Spider Man, I'm reading a Spider Man book. That doesn't mean shit about the Captain America book that's going on. And honestly, I don't want to know yeah. about the Captain America book going on. That's why I bought Spider Man. <laughs> so that sure. and that's comics. Sure. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden we find out about a new event like AXE is coming out. And then all of a sudden we start getting slowly we start getting pushed towards that story. But there is a time period where things don't cross over. And honestly, when you cross over too much, you hurt the books. I mean, can we all say that Marvel has overdone the crossover in the last five five years to a point where it's like I'm it's been longer than five, so but yeah, I, I would say even I like don't 10. care as much about any of these events that are about to happen because it's like next week it's another life, you know, universe-ending story, and maybe I just want Daredevil. <laughs> it's diluted. It dilutes it. Or, or you just throw a character in to kill her. Do you know why the crossover books happen, <laughs> Ian? Yes. Are you talking to me? Sorry. 
Uh, I don't know. I want to say sell action figures because that's, that's what it used to be back in the day with Secret Wars. Uh, but... Well, nah, yes. Yes, but there's, there's well, more that's to the it whole, that. That's a whole different. It's also to <laughs> yes, sell but... other books. It's So if you like Spider-Man. Sure. And like here, Fantastic Four is the best example. Fantastic Four introduced almost every main character that you know we we know because they were the popular book. So they introduced Spider-Man with a Fantastic Four uh, crossover. They introduced Black Panther with a Fantastic Four crossover. They introduced the Inhumans with a Fantastic Four crossover. All of those things because of the popularity of that character. Crossover books like Civil War and all that is so you can then branch out and learn about new characters and hopefully become fans to buy their book moving forward. We have now gotten sure. to a point where instead of bo- those crossovers introducing you to characters, you need to be well aware of every th- single thing moving into that crossover. Otherwise it's a failure. You know what I mean? We've just gotten to a point where sure. the crossover became the most important thing instead of the actual individual characters being interesting and telling good stories about them. So I care when they cross over. Because I don't yeah. care when they cross over. Like, that's, that's the problem with the Marvels. I could give a shit if they can cross over. I don't care about any of those characters that much. Right? It, right. But if I... Well, I think that's also the problem with all the content is that people being overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that they have to watch because they it may or may not be connected. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And then it goes into a movie and you're like, oh, wow, I have to watch X, Y, and Z just to know what the heck is going on here. Um, yeah, I think the show, I think Disney Plus, honestly, just ruined a lot but of that. I, to be I honest don't, with you. When you only had two or three movies a year, it was a lot easier to say like, oh, yeah, they go into each other. They have this to do with that. But now when you have six shows on top of it, it's like, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. dude. Slam the brakes, Bobby. Absolutely. Iger. No, I could. That's that's a great is. point. Yeah, he is. Well, all the yeah. Oh no, he's pulled the, the shows. Plug. All the shows are becoming <laughs> movies or special features, and that's great. They should. Right. They should be. Don't right. don't uh-huh. don't make it a thirteen episode season if you've got six episodes of content. Mm. Yeah. Right. And that's what they did with the Mandalorian, and look with how bad last season was. And it's not the. It's not, I don't even think they have six hours of content in some of these. I think it's honestly stretched out, it's paper thin sometimes. Like you know what? To me, Disney Plus should be used for scenarios like uh, Thor connecting with the Guardians. Like the whole front part of Thor Four, yeah, of Love and Thunder should have been a, should oh, have been a Disney sure. Plus show. Get a little half hour Disney oh, Plus special yes. of the of them together, and right. then setting up the next movie. That's it. You don't need to right. see it, but it'll just it'll put people where they need to be. It's right. filler. To, to, it's to filler. your point, they could have right. did the, they could have did that part in shorts, kind of yes. like what they did with Spider Man going into Civil War. I mean, you see all like him traveling over what were there. Uh, what are you talking about? When so the yeah Wasn't that in the shorts for Spider Man traveling to this to to finally get they to Civil War. They weren't shorts. That was just the introduction of Homecoming. Oh, they that's were, just the yeah. first scene in Homecoming. They weren't released as shorts. Although that would have been a great idea. If they if that would actually right. have been a really cool idea if they just started releasing like fifteen seconds of that yeah. as like advertisements for Spider Man's movie that would actually have been a cool idea but yeah that didn't happen. I swear. All right, it so we're all still in for the next couple of phases. Yes. Yeah. Until Blade is bad. If Blade's That's bad, it. I'm out. Or am I not going to watch him? Dead. I'm not. Of course, I'm going to watch him. Any of these things. <laughs> yeah, it's just more so. Just dis- you know, it's disappointing when you're a fan of something when you enjoy something. It's just like, dude, this just sucks. 
<laughs> I th- but I also think that, and this goes back into expectation. I think people expect uh, what you said earlier, Moshko. People expect a Marvel movie. They don't mm-hmm. necessarily expect a good Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. They want the Marvel effect. They don't want the Spider-Man effect. And when you read comics, you pick a character, and that's who you learn about. You learn about their lore, and that's it. The shows and movies shouldn't always do that. And if they do, I think that's a mistake. I think because I think it is a supplement for good writing. If the movie can't stand on its own without your Story Easter first. eggs, you made a mistake. If the Easter eggs are the best part, like how many movies did we see that the mm-hmm. t- the teaser, the stinger at the end was the only reason we saw it? Morbius, for example. Ugh. The only reason we saw it was to see what the hell happened at the end of that movie. Yeah. And that was it. And what a travesty that was. God. So anyway. Worst $25. I'm excited yep. for what there is because I do think that there's gonna everything's going to start coming together in a way that everyone's going to be excited for. And I do think Kevin Feige is writing the ship. So that's going to be my last little thoughts on this. I believe in Secret Wars. I believe in Deadpool 3. I believe in what the universe could look like at the end of Secret Wars as well. So we have a lot of great Marvel ahead of us. And I do believe that they maybe needed to take a little dig to, to, uh, to get better. Like, when you don't have competition, you can get lazy, and I think that's what we're seeing with Phase 4. And now with right. James Gunn's... All that for a drop of blood. James Gunn Superman takes off. Ooh. James Gunn Superman is, you know, because... And it I should. It does. And that's going to rock Marvel a little bit, it, going, oh, we got we to gotta get back on our P's and Q's here. Listen. Please. That's why I'm happy James Gunn's over there. That's a once, great time. Once they get mutants into the MCU show. in full swing, I think we'll, I think we'll, be, we'll be all right. Well, on that note, Menti, do that thing. All right, I'm going to do that thing. You can find the show at Welcome to, uh, Welcome to That Comic Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I caught it. I caught it. It's, wow. It's, it's Ian's here. I went back to Fireside Days. It's, <laughs> it's only it's, been 25 weeks. It's, it, but, but, I, but Ian hasn't been here. Ian's only ever heard Fireside. 25 weeks point. without incident. Right. I'm the nostalgia he is, act. He is. So you can find the show at That Comic Podcast That's everywhere true. online. That Comic Podcast Instagram and on uh, X. It's That Comic Pod X. because that's just weird to say. <laughs> Um, and uh, that comic just, just go no he's not just go to thatcomicpodcast.com that's the best place to go to find all of the merch to find the new shows to find the blog all that fun stuff uh, once again I am Menti I'm Ashko. I got nothing else for you I'm Features <laughs> <laughs> I'm Huey and that Oh, not me, and thanks for having oh, me, guys. I, thanks for coming. I think I think what we'll have to do is after after big releases, after a couple of things come on, we're gonna have to see if if Ian's excited again because I don't I don't like seeing sad Ian. I'm I'm used to Ian. <laughs> Ian Ian was like the 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 cheerleader not- of the MCU for so long, and now it's just like it's like you know what it feels like, Ian. Remember when we did the Walking Dead show? It's starting to oh, feel yes, like exactly. the end of the Walking <laughs> exactly. Dead show. Wow. That's exactly it. Yes, that's what it's there starting it is. to feel like. So we'll start oh, saying uh, sucky until it gets better. Uh, and be shucky. Uh, Don't ever do that. <laughs> grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> well, that's that. That's that. That's that. And that's that. That's that. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe. Don't subscribe. Follow us on social media. Don't follow on social media. Share it with your friends. Leave a comment. Don't share and definitely don't comment because I don't care. Join the conversation and maybe we'll feature it on the post credit show. Beep you. See you next week. <laughs>